Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. What an honor and a privilege it is for us to gather to, tonight again to study God's word. Um, we already kind of heard a uh, testimony already, how the word is working on the inside, refining us and shaping us to be children of the kingdom of God, and we're still being perfected. Um, and, and just just because you've come to some Bible studies doesn't mean that uh, we have already arrived. It means that, no, Lord, we need more of you. So I'm Amen. glad to uh, see so many of you who are joined. Uh, praise the Lord for Sister Snipes. Good to see you uh, uh, tonight. Amen. God bless you. Uh, and to all the saints of God who are joining us tonight, we are going to uh, be in math, still in the Sermon on the Mount. That's what we've been studying. We just completed chapter five. And before we move forward um, with tonight's lesson, remember the Sermon on the Mount is a whole. So we're doing it piecemeal. Um, and, and that's kind of part of a challenge uh, because you have to put, bring the whole thing together. So Lord willing, by the time we get through chapter seven, because that Sermon on the Mount takes chapters five, six, and seven, uh, we'll kind of look at it as a whole. Um, and as a reminder, this is about uh, being children uh, of the kingdom of God. And so he is challenging us, um, those who have been joining us, seeing how he's turning everything upside down. What you thought you knew, uh, that's not how it's really done. This is the righteousness is now God is opening up their hearts, their minds, their beings to what it means to be uh, in the kingdom of God. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for another opportunity again to study your word, your word and we have hid uh, in our hearts, hidden in our hearts that we may not sin against you. Keep us by the power of your word through the spirit of God. We're not relying on our own strength. And may your word produce fruit in our lives uh, that we may be effective witnesses being salt, light, city on a hill. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we're in Matthew chapter six tonight. And uh, when I had the uh, announcement sent out, I said one through 13. Uh, Lord willing, if we can, we may go down to verse 18. Um, so, uh, and we'll see how far we get tonight. Um, and But I want to go back and remind everybody, but one key verse that I've mentioned nearly every week, every week, uh, Matthew 5, verse 20, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of God. And so he is, uh, again, expounding on what it really means to have a right standing with God. Um, and so they had an understanding and the disciples were raised in that understanding and the crowd was raised in that understanding. Then all of a sudden this man called, called Jesus shows up and it's like, wait a minute, uh, you, you're changing the way. And that's the power of God's word. He's going to change our lives. And so he's going to break through not only the teachings of the Pharisees and Sadducees, et cetera. Um, so that's the historical perspective, but he's going to break through our, some of our own um, understanding so that we can be more conformed into the image of his son, uh, and that is Jesus the Christ. 
So uh, let's go ahead and read um, chapter six, uh, verses one through, I, I, I will start off reading one through 13, and then Lord willing will continue after that. Um, would anybody care to read verses one through 13 tonight, chapter six, one through 13? Careful not to I practice. I will. <laughs> Go right ahead. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to restrain by them. If you do, you will have no reward from the no But when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their, their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. They love to pray standing in the synagogues, down the street, corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in heaven. But when you pray, Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father, who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep your babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of, the, because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be, thy, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debt to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm -hmm. Amen. And for those of you who have other translations, will add for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Um, let's go back up to verse one. And so we just transitioned from chapter five, um, you know, loving your enemies and then he moves forward because that's part of talking about the righteousness. And then he goes, the next verse, he says, be careful not to practice your righteousness. So he's talking about first the internal change that's in our life. And now he's moved over to, okay, now it's working on the outside. What does it look like? And so the idea of this practice of righteousness um, is kind of what we would call the works as a result of, uh, of a life change. So this practice of righteousness, and there are three elements um, that are discussed here, discussed here. One first is um, the aspect of giving. Second, um, or alms giving. Second is the aspect of prayer, and third is the aspect of fasting. So those are the three elements that they're um, talking about here tonight. And those of you who have been in Bible study for a while, it should sound somewhat familiar because we covered that um, during the season of Lent. Because uh, during that season, that's another opportunity for us to um, <clears throat> exercise those particular what we've called then spiritual disciplines 
of really um, showing uh, that we are following the Lord by pre performing or uh, act these acts of righteousness. So um, this practice of righteousness is part of the kingdom of God. Um, and righteousness being, does anybody wanna take a stab at what it means in terms of this using that word? Because it's gonna be used um, throughout this chapter and I think a little bit in chapter seven. Um, so what is this righteousness? What does that word mean, righteousness? Doing what honors God. I'm sorry, say that again. Doing what honors God. Doing what honors God, okay. For anybody else? Anybody else want to give a give a uh, try on what this is? Righteousness. Right. Okay, and I'll just I'll just. Uh, piggyback on that is having a, a right standing with God. And it's sometimes often it's used in the legal term um, being declared in a sense, uh, innocent of all charges. Um, and that in it of itself um, is a very powerful statement that yeah. on, one, on one hand, um, we are born in sin, um, shaped in iniquity. Mm. But at the same time, we are being declared righteous. How, how does that happen? God and by the grace of God and his blood, and also like giving right. You know I have a song about it. Like there you here, go. here it go. What can I? Away my sin. Nothing but the, that's a little, that's another version of that. <laughs> Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And so that's how we become righteous in the face of God. But now that we've been declared righteous, uh, there is works that need to be produced. Um, and that's what he desires. But it's not based on tradition, um, but it's based on the revealed truth that's found in Jesus. And that work of righteousness is another way that uh, he already discussed this in chapter five, uh, that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which mm. is in heaven. So this is part of that act of righteousness. And so the first one, um, one, one word that's used throughout, it's, it's a negative word. Um, be careful not to be like who? Hypocrites. Heathens. <laughs> Heathen. Whoa. Heathens and hypocrites. The, the hypocrites. Yeah. Hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Hypocrites. Uh, Don't be like okay. the deacons. What's that? Don't be like the deacons. Uh, be careful there. Be careful. <laughs> um, so no, that's not what it's saying at all. What? <laughs> Watch out. It's it's saying Some of that, them. <laughs> that 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 could be true for any anybody. So mm -hmm. not just one group. So we want we want to move away from there. We really want to look at what it means to be this this hypocrite. When you when someone uses that word hypocrite, what does it usually imply? 
They say one thing and they show another. Okay. So it's A, we can use the word lack of integrity, um, one falsehood, um, mm -hmm. you know, the pretenders um, that they really have no substance. So this, that's kind of the, the element that um, they're talking about of one that says one thing and does another. So one, do not be like the hypocrite. So going back to the, the passage of scripture, um, to perform your acts of righteousness when you do what? Give to the needy. Yeah. So what's the assumption here? The assumption is that we are practicing what? Giving to the needy. Mm. Um, so what does that challenge us in terms of uh, this acts of righteousness as believers? Um, giving to the needy, it means what? What are some of the implications of this? It ought to be natural, uh, natural thing to do. Okay, so it should be a natural um, outgrowth of being part of the kingdom of God. Also mm -hmm. the motivation, why are you doing it? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. As some of uh, uh, an expression that's used uh, very often is what is, what is the why? Um, so what's the motiva motivation behind your giving? Um, okay. And what do what is pleasing to God, what is pleasing to God and not just to you. You don't give because it's what you want someone to have or for publicity. We do what is pleasing to God and not to you. Okay. And that's exactly what he warns against. He warns against, some would use the word self-aggrandizement, uh, self-promotion. Um, in other words, trying to bring attention to oneself. Mm. Uh, for what they are doing, that is not the that is not pleasing to God because it says that they have received their reward. So when we promote ourselves, um, rather than waiting for the Lord to honor or bless um, bless us, and when we bless ourselves, uh, okay, God says, "Oh, okay, you're satisfied with that. <laughs> have fun with that." Um, so you have received your reward reward in full. But let me just go back about this giving to the needy, almsgiving, generosity. So what one of the some of the things that we can learn from this is that part of being part of the kingdom of God is to have a generous spirit. Yep. Another part of that is to open our eyes to the needs that are around us. That's all part of this acts of righteousness. We would say today that we are to be filled with the fruit of the spirit because um, as someone said before, what's the motivation? And prayerfully it's through the uh, love, joy, peace, et cetera, that's in our hearts that motivates us to give um, to those that are in need. And what are some of the needs it's, um, that we need to be concerned about in our communities now? What do we need to have our eyes open to that we need to be uh, addressing as individuals and as a body of Christ? Uh, there's no, um, it's good for us to at least have the concept, but then what's the action steps that God is moving us toward when it comes to this area of generosity? 
um, and, and serving others. Giving to the needy, needy in our communities. Okay. So what, what are the needs in our community that we need to be aware of? And, and the reason I'm trying to push us on that because I don't want it to rest, and this is not just for you as a listener, this is to me as well, is to, yes, I know giving to the needy is a good thing, but what are the things that God is calling us to have an impact in terms of what are the needs that are in our community that we need to be sensitive to? And you know, we're kind of spread out around different parts of Garner or Raleigh, or so it, it may impact your particular area differently, but what are some of the things that you're seeing uh, that where we can have an impact in our community? Well, this just like you. That's my, my, that was my king. So. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I didn't... Just like uh, last week, we gave to the schools school supplies. Okay. That's a need. Okay. So one way that we have already practiced that is um, by collecting school supplies. And um, actually it was a, praise the Lord, over, overflow of generosity where we could um, deliver supplies to two different schools. So what else? So, and that's something to keep in mind so that if we know that's a need, um, how can we continue to address that? Is this like, a one-time good deal, we make we feel good about ourselves, or is God calling us to have that on our heart? So I'm not asking you to answer that, just something to really think and pray about moving forward. What are the other needs? Just said because we want to pray about it, but we also want to be able to do anything I else. I think during this pandemic else. too, we need to look at people who are isolated and lonely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so it's it. Can I just interpret that to mean that? It's not only in terms of giving money, but giving time. That's right. right. That's exactly right. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So whatever we can give of ourselves, look around and what are the needs? Who are those that are, are lonely and isolated? And how we do that, uh, especially in this time of COVID, are we calling somebody? Are we emailing? Are we texting? Are we group chatting? You know, there's, so there's plenty of ways for us to give of ourselves so that from that heart of compassion um, that we can reach out and, and have the needs of others. And always with the warning, not promoting ourselves to say, I've, I've, I've done this. I've spent X amount of time with people. I've made X amount of phone calls. How great I am. No, it's how great God is. And that we need to be, um, even as it says here, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Mm -hmm. huh. how, how can that, my, my, I'm, I just have one brain. <laughs> so obviously it's one of those uh, example, extreme examples that Jesus is fond of using just to, to show them how serious it is, that it's, it's not about what we do, is you do this in secret to the glory of God and the Lord will reward you. Um, and, and I want to just give a, a note on that because um, sometimes we can even mess that up and say, well, Lord, I've done this, so you owe me. 
something mm -hmm. because you said, God, you said you're going to reward me. So therefore, I'm waiting for you to give me stuff. Is that the right kind of attitude that, that the Lord no. is trying to promote here? No. no. That's no. selfishness. Thank you. Thank you. So just be on guard because then we just fall right back into hypocrisy. God is going to reward. And that reward, guess what? Sometimes that reward is blessing, still blessing others. Amen. That you, the overflow happens. So great is your reward. And your reward is sometimes it's in heaven. But it's also even now that you can be a further blessing to someone mm -hmm. else. So that's the first one is giving to the needy. Don't let your acts of righteousness. We're being sensitive to the needs around us, but also do it with the right. Uh, I'll use the word that was used earlier, motivation, that it's not to self-promote. And this is not just individually, but it's also as a church. You know, it's not look at what Christian faith is doing, but what is it that is bringing glory and honor to the Lord? Mm -hmm. Next, and in this section is very familiar, right? Yeah. And that is not if you pray, when, when you pray. So the assumption is that as uh, people of the kingdom, you are praying. And again, don't be like the hypocrites. <laughs> and it uses a couple of examples, love to pray standing, to, to be seen by others, long speeches, et cetera, et cetera, babbling like, don't babble like the, the pagans. In other words, almost saying, okay, look, it doesn't take all that. Um, and that's not what this is all about, to have long phrases, uh, bringing attention to yourself. Uh, but he says, here's what to do. And I, I thought about using the, uh, the video clip um, from um, The War Room. Have you all seen that movie? Mm -hmm. Um, very good yeah and so there's that clip where she brings the uh, i don't know the names of the uh, people on the uh, movie but where she brings her to the to her closet and shows her the prayers on the wall so basically saying when you pray go to your secret closet um and and that's important just to to stop there for a moment um is is jesus literally saying <laughs> that we go into a closet to pray, or what is he saying there? Go to a private place. Okay. And remember, the, the antithesis is doing it open and public so everybody can see. So it's, it's not about that. Do it between yourself and the Lord, wherever that is, whether it's a closet, whether it's in your room, whether it's in your car, find a, a place of um, that you can be alone with the Lord. And that could be privately or, again, when you pray, it could also mean as a small group. So we usually uh, interpret this as, uh, you know, this one single person, but it also could be a small group. But it's not about us as individuals. It's about doing this humbly before the Lord um, because now you, the reason, one of the reasons why you don't have to use a lot of, words is because why your father what already knows he already knows he already knows so if if and since he already knows what's the next part 
Why do you keep telling the same thing? Why, why pray? If he already knows, we don't have to use a lot of words, then why pray? Because he said so. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Leave it to Deacon Brown to just cut to the chase. <laughs> and that's exactly right. This is what God, it's, a, it's our relationship. Because uh, prayer is a relation, it's relational. And we'll get to that in just a moment. So we, we pray, because sometimes, again, as parents, grandparents, we, we know what our children or grandchildren uh, need. Uh, but sometimes, you know, it's that relational, you know, what, what is, what you're, what are you asking me? We want to have that. Um, and sometimes it's fun. Maybe God wants to have some fun with us too. Uh, we always think that God's just waiting there. No, no. He wants us to be in relationship with him. Uh, you know, just tell, tell, tell him what we want and desire because in that moment we're also learning something because um, he's going to teach us uh, maybe redirecting what we're really praying for um, and so that's part of it what else and prayer demonstrates uh, our faith okay uh, okay i was so, going back to the to the pray in secret in the closet part um, because mm -hmm. a lot of times when we are alone and no one else is around, we may act a certain way. And, and one thing that this says to me is that the Lord wants in on that. Mm. Um, so it, when we, you know, the phrase that says dance like nobody is looking, um, God wants to be in on that dance that you do when nobody is looking. God wants to be in on the conversations that we have with ourselves when it's just us. Um, That's good. So that that just kind of st stuck out to me when when it says go into your closet and pray. Amen. And it gives us an intimate moment because we ain't looking around at other people thinking about what they're going to think of me. Now you can really feel the Lord how you feel. That's right. And and I want to I want to expand that because again I want us to also embrace the fact and we'll get to this in just a moment that while it we can interpret it. Um, privately, and that is good, but also, and I want to also talk about small groups as well, being real with each other and with God, which brings us right to the next part. So this is what's called the Lord's Prayer, Disciples Prayer, or Model Prayer. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with time. And so I won't really spend a lot of time on this, just as I talked about we uh, covered almsgiving, prayer, and fasting before. We've also went over the Lord's Prayer um, as a group before in Bible study. And if you remember early in the year, Dr. Ballard uh, preached a few sermons on prayer. So I won't dive into, the, into depth, but the, it's kind of divided into uh, what they call six petitions. So our Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Our Father, thy kingdom come, thy no. will be done. So the first one, our Father, what does that tell us? Acknowledging who he is. One, it's relational. Our what? Abba. Abba. They, that term is a very intimate, personal mm -hmm. relationship. So Jesus is encouraging his 
um, followers, disciples, we as people of the kingdom of God, we have an intimate relationship with the Father and with one another, our mm. Father. Mm. Um, and, and so it's not um, on the sole possession of Christian faith or Baptists, and it, we can go all the way out. Our Father, those who have a relationship with Jesus Christ, our Father, and and in that is there's two parts: our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So that's that lets us know that the first part of that is that relationship, and then the next part of that is what what does it tell us that it's about worship, 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 and so this is kind of the model we want to acknowledge first our relationship. Um, and just in case anybody doesn't know, the way that we have a relationship with God the Father is through who? Jesus the right. Son. And that brings that relationship that we have with him. And we honor him by giving him praise, honor, and glory. And there's lots of ways that we can talk about how that's done. And I'll just mention uh, one and, and uh, through his word. Uh, and we do that. Um, many ways we just get take a scripture and find out what it says about God and just honor him with that that scripture so our father next thy kingdom come mm -hmm. I desire that God's kingdom manifest on earth that is saying that God you we want this world this world is a mess Okay, and we know that you have the answer. And so, Lord, take over. May your kingdom come because your kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness, justice, peace, equity, all those things I just mentioned. Political leaders promise, but only God provides. So that's kingdom is talking about. May your kingdom come, mm -hmm. righteousness, justice, and this is not only a, a spiritual aspect, but in every aspect of our life, we know, Lord, that you want the best. Your kingdom is what we desire, not yeah. thy kingdom come. And, and along with that, thy will mm -hmm. be yeah. done. Yeah. We want to walk in obedience to, because God, what you want is the best. What you want is for us to live in relationship with you and with one another. May your will be done and accomplished. So notice on those first three, our Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Where's the focus? On God. On God. So that should tell us something. Again, this is model, disciple prayer, Lord's prayer. That should tell us something that prayer should first be focused on our relationship with the Lord and giving him praise, worship, and, and wanting to please him and expecting the best from him. So that's the first part of the prayer. And the fourth, fifth, and sixth petition, give us this day, give us today or this day our daily bread. Second, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Third or six, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Evil one. So give us today our daily bread. 
they could probably identify with that because bread was a staple, but mm -hmm. is it only physical bread? No. Give us Spiritual what bread. we need for today. And they may have, Jesus may be referring or reminding them of, remember as the children of Israel were going um, through the wilderness, that the Lord provided each day um, the manna, what they needed for each day. And this will become important uh, later on as we get into later on in the, in the chapter um, in terms of worry and anxiety. But give us today our daily bread. Lord, we need you. We can't make it without you. Mm. Or, or words to that effect. Um, just acknowledging our need for the Lord. Forgive us our debts. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Lord, we are, we are born in sin. We're sinful um, from our nature. Lord, we know that you've redeemed us, but we need constant. Daily, we do what? We die. Mm -hmm. Forgive us our debts. Is that all it says? And lead us not to Before we even get there. As we forgive our debtors. As we forgive our debtors. Wow. And this is a very interesting one because later Jesus even expounds even more. So this, this lets me know that this forgiveness thing is pretty important. Um, forgive us our debt. We need to have that right standing with God. As we forgive accordingly as we forgive in like manner and i think one of the scriptures that helps to clarify this is uh, ephesians 4 32 um in terms of forgiving one another even as god for jesus sake has forgiven you um it is not saying here it's conditional well i'm not going to forgive you if you don't forgive others but it is a reflection of as children of the kingdom we are constantly uh, wanting to have a right relationship with God and Amen. with yeah. one another. One another. And so we can say, and, and this is again John's, uh, not God's gospel, God's letter. You can't say that you love God. I can't say that I love God and hate my brother. Mm -hmm. So God, this is important to God that we have a relationship with Him. And relationship with one another. Pastor Keith, isn't it also an admission that we know that we're supposed to be forgiving others and that's why we're asking God to forgive us? Because yeah, it says as. Yeah, in like manner. We yes. that I mean, and that's why it's so that's why it's so powerful here. Because we know and it's it, it's ongoing. Uh, we know that we need to be forgiven, but we also know that we need to forgive others because we get mad, we get upset. I don't like what he did. I don't like what she did. I'm not talking to him. I'm not talking to her. All those things. Church folks. <laughs> Church folks, people folk, work folk, you know, work, wherever it is. It's, it's all over and we you know even uh just where but god doesn't want us to live like that but i i thank you for bringing that up 
within the body of Christ. Because that affects what others sense, feel, and believe about God and about the love of God. Because mm -hmm. you know, okay, let's not talk about church folk. If, if you go to somebody's house and you hear, you can kind of sense the spouses bickering at each other, it's very uncomfortable. Amen. And you say, well, maybe uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be here. Uh, and how do you think people feel when they come to the house of the Lord? Mm -hmm. Maybe I shouldn't be here. So forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Lead mm -hmm. us. Oh, so the first part of that is leading us. Lead us. Hmm. Lead us. By the Spirit. Lead us by the word. Not mm -hmm. into temptation. Now would the Lord lead us into temptation? No. No. You have to tempt no. anybody. No. So it's, that's why I emphasize the lead us part. Not into temptation, because that's what we would do, but deliver us from the evil one who wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yep. Lead us, Lord. We need you to lead us and guide us, because, Lord, we would go our own way. The evil one is there, and I want to make sure, very sure is that when we are tempted, and I don't, don't want to go into James' letter, that, that we are drawn away by our own lust. So those who, who are ready to, to blame the 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 tempter yes he's involved but we have to own it as well lead us not into temptation so those three give us today our daily bread forgive us our debtors lead us not in temptation is saying that now we look bring our needs and petitions before the lord um because we know that we need him we are reliant on him as well as we want our relationships with one another to be whole Okay, I know I, that was a lot compacted in a short space, um, but I pray that you would use this prayer and this section mm -hmm. to incorporate them in your own prayer privately uh, and corporately as we go before the Lord. So the focus on the second part is on our need to have a right relationship with the Lord and with one another and our dependence on the Lord. Um, we want to continue uh, other scriptures would say, um, taking up our cross daily and following after him. This is all part of that in terms of we being part of the kingdom of God. Okay, we have a few more minutes. So anybody else want to chime in there on prayer? Man, should always now, we, pray. we did not read this last part of this section, but I want to. Go ahead and cover it for tonight because they're all kind of connected together. And it's from verse 16 through 18. And I'm just going to ask you to read it on your own. And it's about fasting. Same thing. Don't be like the hypocrites um, and do it with the right attitude. Don't, don't disfigure your face and just make people think, oh, they're so holy and Look at what they're going through and bring attention to yourself. No, wash your face, go about your business. Um, you don't also don't go to the extreme of trying to, it doesn't have to be classified and top secret. It's not like nobody can know you're fasting. It, it's more so don't do it so that people could see how holy or Amen. that you're pretending how holy you are. That's not what it's all about. Amen. Fasting is about Amen. surrender. Mm -hmm. sacrifice um, 
again, again. It's, a, it's a purging or a cleansing um, so that our focus is on the Lord. Um, so, and there are a lot of different types. I'm not going to go into all those because again, we covered those before, but fasting um, is another aspect of our uh, spiritual disciplines that help us in our relationship with the Lord and with one another as kingdom people. And that it's, again, assume that we are going to give. It's assumed that we're going to pray. It's assumed that, that we are going to fast all for the glory of God so mm. that the acts of righteousness can bring him glory mm. as we walk as children of the kingdom. Mm. Any comments on that last part? I know that that was kind of a real quick, um, but some of this will will cover in various aspects as we go through chapter six. Any other comments about fasting? Do you have a handout from previous teaching? <laughs> that is a good question. I, I would have to gather my script like tonight. This is my, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is my hand. <laughs> Normally, I try to have it all typed out. It's in it's on my Google Docs, but I didn't have a chance to transcribe it over to. But I can try to gather um, my at least my outline. I do not uh, use manuscripts, so I certainly can uh, gather together a, my outline. Uh, just take a little effort, but that, it can be done because most of them I have. Some of them I don't. But thank you for asking that question. Pastor Dollarton. Yes, sir. I, I, not on fasting, but I like to go back to verse 12. It says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt to us. Just not talking about brothers and sisters, but it's talking about all men. That's, that's, that's correct. Yeah. And, and, and in that regard, uh, the Bible, that's connected with Jesus telling us to even love our enemies. Let's see how that it, and you made a, you made a good point remember when I said earlier that we are uh, we're taking uh, the sermon out piecemeal and I appreciate you making the connection between what we just studied because when you when you combine it together you see how God is uh, well how the Lord is trying to shape us and mold us into what he wants us to be so I appreciate that connection Anything else? Um, yeah, I'm gonna stop there because well, we could go, because my alarm is gonna go off in like one minute. So rather than pressing ahead, I'm gonna get ready to stop. Anything else we wanna add before? Uh, Pastor, you might have uh, some of your teachings, teachings have been recorded Oh yeah, that's so you have the recording. Just want to remind you of that because they are. Oh yeah, up until this point that we're back in church, that's that. I think the recordings have not been done, but they've been recorded prior. Yes, thank you so much for that reminder. Most of the the teeth, I think there was one week where it is missing, but they are have been loaded on. I, I cannot remember the name of the app. So the, yes, they are the audio recording of the teachings are available. And I think you can get to it from a link from our website. It's called Anchor FM. 
and it's okay. an audio podcast type that can be listened to. Thank you. That's why I love you, Dr. Brian. <laughs> I just want to remind you because you did all that work and we don't, we don't want it lost. Yes, yes. And I know that uh, uh, Sister Terry was uploading them the other day, but I'm not sure. If, uh, so I know a lot of them are uploaded. So thank you for that reminder. Well, good. All right, well, let's stop there. P praise be to the Lord for um, studying tonight. Um, we are children of the kingdom of God, and he wants us to walk in accordance to his way. And so prayerfully that we are uh, growing, we're learning, we're developing, uh, our lives are being changed because he wants us to be that salt, to be that light, city set on a hill, um, bringing glory to the Father, and in our lifestyle should reflect that to his glory. Amen. 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 You, you may want to address this next week. There was a question in the chat. Why do we use food as a fasting mechanism from Deacon Jenkins? Okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's wait on that until next week. Um, yeah. Let's, I'll, I'll tackle that next week, but thank you for asking that question. Thank you. Well, let's go before the Lord in, in prayer. Any prayer requests um, tonight? Just, just pray for me, please, for my upcoming doctor's appointments. I got two more this month. Let, let me um, jump in here, and that is, I praise God for um, the time of prayer at 6.30. What a powerful time we had this mm. evening. And so yeah. those of you who can, this is not uh, a guilting announcement. This is just an opportunity uh, announcement in terms of getting together for prayer at 6.30 every Wednesday. Um, it's God is definitely moving by his spirit. Mm. Yes. Any other prayer requests? I just got a praise report. Um, this is Howard. I want to thank the whole congregation for your fervent prayers. Um, Denise is improving and Beverly is improving and Howard is improving. So thank you all praying for us. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. 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 Oh, let's pray. For Deacon Kirtley, Deacon Chair Kirtley, Anthony, and Dr. Dedham. Mm. Amen. 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 Anybody else? I would like to continue prayers for my niece, Monique McAllister. She has a brain tumor. Mm. And um, just continue. That to improve and also to grow stronger in the Lord. <clears throat> Amen. The tumor has been removed. Mm. The tumor has been removed. My is Anyone else? Well, let's go before the Lord in prayer. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, again, we thank you for another opportunity to study your word, to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Continue to conform us to your image. Um, Father, you've heard the uh, petitions before you um, for upcoming doctor's appointments, for um, health issues, whether it's a cancerous tumor or other things that are going on. We pray, Lord, for healing in each one, for Deacon Anthony, Lord, that all the uh, tests and treatments he's going through. Um, we, we praise you, Lord, for healing and deliverance and a good report for Denise um, and the entire Snipes household. Father, we pray for the body of Christ, Lord, that we would uh, have ears to hear and, and hearts to really be in tune with you and hands to serve that we may bring you glory, honor, and praise. We pray all these things and we give you glory uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless everyone. Amen. Amen. Good night. Joined us. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, night. all. God bless. God bless. Good night. Oh, I was just pointing out. All right. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right, Mr. Oh. Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what to do, man. Yeah. Okay, I am uh, going to